This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. It is a shout-out Friday if you want to send those in. We got Jerry Jones coming up at 10.30, but I want to start with this. Let's talk some NFL playoffs. The playoffs are starting tomorrow. What is the Super Bowl you most want to see? 877-881-1053. I bet you guys say Cowboys. I bet you're right. However. How would I not want to see that, Mike? I on, also, how do you not want to see that? I also have a non-Cowboys option. Okay. I So I've put together a Cowboys option and a non-Cowboys option in anticipation of that. Are you, so you would be rooting for Mahomes over I, Lawrence, right? Yes, I'd love to see Kansas City be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess I want Dallas. That's I'd, the spirit. That'd be it's gonna solid. be a hell of a day, Corey. I like it. I guess I want Dallas. I'm, I appreciate <laughs> that, Mike. That's really it's a step in the right direction from where we've been, though, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. I I want to see. I want to see. Sure. Cowboys against. Whoever the worst team is, Kevin. I'll, I'll, what? He's the opposite of you. I'll take that. Oh, no, no. I'll you're take like that. the opposite yeah. of Superman. Usually I want all the best. Usually Cowboys I want Dolphins. all the best. And yeah, let's do I'm it. I'm kind of in that mode. Like, I just, like, if that happens. But the non Cowboys related one, all right? I kind of do want to see Geno Smith ride that train all the way through. And people be like, how? Because Brock Purdy's already throwing a huge monkey wrench in the world of of scouting next year. How did we miss on this guy? Sure. And, and everybody's going, well, I mean, obviously it's Shanahan, not Brock Purdy. And that's where the world is right yeah. now. So I want to see the whole world go, how did we screw up so bad on Geno Smith? Right. But Reggie knew. Like, that's the, everybody will be like, how did Reggie know? If and, I was a scout, I would at least say, hey. If it takes 10 years, I'm all right with that. I'll take the loss after 10 years. You're like, now he's well, good. But I want to see him lose to the Bengals. Like, I, I do want to see Joe Burrow get Ooh, his okay. get his uh, championship and say, hey, look, I'm here. So you're going to hate me, Kevin, because you know. The, you're going to say effing Tom Brady. I am. And I'm, oh I think God. that uh, if it's not the Cowboys, mm-hmm. which I'm just rooting really hard for. <laughs> I, know, uh, I know that you are. Is I do think. Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes one more time would be pretty stinking awesome. I'm going to tell you, I will become a humongous Chiefs fan if that is the way that that plays out. Is a lot of votes for Cowboys Bills, which was the one that I said as well. I think it would be super cool to see the Cowboys Bills link up again in the Super Bowl. That is my preferred matchup. Now, if you go away from the Cowboys, from the 817, 49ers Bills, from 469, 49ers Bills as well, from the 214, 
Bengals versus the Bucks because they want to see Brady versus Burrow. The one that I had includes one of those teams is the 49ers against the Bengals. Those are the two hottest teams in the NFL. They have won a combined 18 games in a row. Wow. And so if they both blitz 18 in a row, 18 in a row, so San Fran's at 10, Cincinnati's at 8. If and they if they both blitz through their playoffs, they'll be up to 24 consecutive wow. wins between them. I in think that row? would be a hell of, in a row. Wow. That would be a hell of a matchup. I just want to ask you guys this question cuz I know Kevin was a bad enough Cowboys fan to root for this a yeah. few years ago. Sure. I can't remember if you were. Nope. All right. Tom, I admit it. Tom Brady beats the Cowboys. Are you rooting for yes. the Eagles? Yes. What's wrong with you? I hate. There's not Tom, Tom Brady's Brady. not our rival. Tampa's not our rival. Like, it just makes Kevin. it worse. Like, that's here's the things that I would like. I would okay. like for the Cowboys to win it all. all right. That would be my number one. My number two is for the Eagles to lose. That's that's all. That's pretty much that. It's like for the Mavericks to win the championship or for the Lakers to lose. I will, my season somewhat satisfied in those two scenarios. I will one hundred percent concede. I am sure I am in the vast, vast, vast minority of this. I just hate Tom Brady too much to root for him. I can't do it. I, I, you know how I feel about Dave. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, like I've I've talked about Dave. Nobody had a. They were like, Dave's can't do anything. No, I, you're and right. Then here we are with Dave. So you, you would you presu- called that. You part. would presume that I would say, hey, I want Dave's to make it to the Super Bowl if if uh, if I the Cowboys would, don't. I would presume, but I can't stand this division. The 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 teams, their logos, the stupid colors they wear. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. stand them so much that I can't even root for them if the Cowboys were to lose. So, no, Kevin, I can't believe you hate one man so much. Yes, you can. You know me. You can absolutely believe that. <laughs> I, I, know, I know what you're saying for radio purposes, <laughs> but from personal life purposes, you know that. I do. I, I am caught up in this, Mike, with the, like, I, I, I'm where you have to be if Trevor Lawrence gets to play Mahomes where your emotions have got both of those guys could end up playing Mahomes right if all if all goes right yes most likely if Herbert and win. Herbert and Lawrence yeah. could end up playing Mahomes well I mean they play oh. each other yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's what I'm saying oh, one yeah, of the yeah, two yeah, Buffalo's yeah, yeah. gonna win yeah. and most likely Cincinnati's gonna win yeah. they both get to face backup I would be stunned if either one of those games went opposite way so you're right probably whoever wins yeah. most likely his emotions have got to be all over the place if if any th- of those three are, are together. I think I understand the hierarchy of Mike Bassick rooting. It goes Mahomes, Lawrence, then Cowboys. Because people were asking if it's the Jags versus the Cowboys, who's Mike rooting for? I feel like we tried this exercise for a second, and Mike said, don't ask me that question. And so <laughs> I made my own assumptions off of I, that. I think that's your hierarchy. I think it would be great for the city, and it would be just excite the living daylights out of my 14-year-old son if the Cowboys won. I just would like to start reading yes. some things yes. from the fan text. <sighs> They're going to be From mean. the 806, I'm so disappointed in Kevin. The Eagles is disgusting. From the 903, get Kevin off the air. <laughs> from the Hold on, two- are we sure that was related to that one? <laughs> no, opinion. not at all. Not okay. at all. From the 325, <laughs> never, ever, ever. Yeah. That's two evers. Uh, from the 817. 
Come on, man. Michael Irvin's last game was in Philly on his back, and they booed him. They actually cheered him. They're hoping he was paralyzed. Don't forget that Kevin also said that he didn't think Michael Irvin belonged in the Hall of Fame. Like, if if DeMar Hamlin, just so you know who you're rooting for, if DeMar Hamlin played for the Dallas Cowboys... And that was Cowboys at Philadelphia. They would have cheered. There would have been twenty to forty thousand people in that stadium hoping he was dead. That's That's, Philadelphia. Yeah, that is. They would have been like, "Oh, I hope they don't resuscitate him." You're gonna, and you're gonna, and that's who you root for. Okay, you know what? When you phrase it from the two one zero, not even shocked. I'm going to have to really think this over. No, they're right. I said on these airwaves, I would always root against Tom Brady. People were mad then. It's good to see all these years removed. People are no less mad than they were before. Kevin, I I do commend you for sticking to your guns. Like, you're that committed for your hatred against Tom Brady. And it's not like people are thinking about rooting at a different complex. I'm not, like, you know, pumping my fist or anything. I, I I'm the meme where I say, I hope both teams lose, but I realize that is not feasible. From the 214, Kevin probably gets excited when the Astros win, too. Hell no. <laughs> no. I actually was really happy. See, how is that any different? Because <laughs> How is, is that any different? <laughs> He's my friend. We're teammates. He saved my career. How about that? If somebody saved your career and brought you back from not being able to play baseball, wouldn't you go, kind of like that guy? I, the, the guy. I couldn't root for his team. From the 408, <laughs> wherever that is. Kevin, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Nobody knew the Astros were cheating in 2017. We found out they were cheating in 2019. Kevin is just jealous that Brady is better than Montana. My ass. <laughs> we're the KNC Masterpiece <laughs> right here on 105 Through the Fan. You're taking an early break because people are on you? No, no we have because it's early. Friday, Mike. It's Mike. Okay, I don't think I don't know if you did know that. I know it. Coming up I next, I know everything. Carlos Correa, this English soccer club, and anyone trying to stop sports gambling in Texas. Do any of these folks deserve forgiveness Friday? Do you? 877-881-1053. Let us know. We'll do it next right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
Home plate umpire Corey Blazer. Here's a fly ball into right. Back at the wall. This game is over. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Remember what we talked about yesterday, man? What happens right before we go on mic? That was Mike Bassick. I don't think it came across the airways. He is singing his version of that Chili Pepper song as loud as possible. Yep. I don't know if you... I believe that song, Kevin, is stream of thought too. So uh, okay, I, I think that, I think I'm right about that. It could be the Zephyr song too, but one of those is stream of thought. So the way Mike was doing it, it's the way it was intended. It's about right. Yeah. Eight seven, like Yo led better. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. It's time for some forgiveness Friday, where I hope I'm able to avoid as much of this as possible. But we started with that Carlos Correa clip. Because when he got back to Minnesota, he said, Minnesota's where my heart is. I always wanted to be in Minnesota. I'm happy to be a twin. Which is just patently facts. That is not a fact. That's that like, is patently it's, untrue. That's non-fiction. facts. <laughs> yes, not that is not nonfiction. Yeah. God, has Mike corrupted you that much already? Yes. He opted out of two years and seventy plus million dollars, which is more money than he's making per year now on his new contract. And he signed with two other teams. (laughs) He committed to two other teams. This is, I can't, I can't think of a bigger lie in the last few years in sports. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Cause Corey's like, I got like eight. No, yeah. But I I just think in the world of sports and interview. Now I get, he can't say, I really didn't want to be here. I wanted to be in San Francisco and I wanted to be in New York. But at the same time, he could say, man, I'm really happy to be back in Minnesota. I didn't see it playing out this way, but but everything works out for a reason, and I can't wait to be here for the next six years, this and that. But I don't think you can say all the lies that he told in that press conference. I, I guess you can because nobody in the Minnesota media wanted to go, well, wait a second here. Mm-hmm. There, it's it reminds me of an old like Roddy Piper thing that he said. He goes, I've never heard so many lies since I was telling them. And I wonder if he's sitting there going, oh, my God, are they going to buy this crap? It's it's Roddy, um, Roddy Piper's dead. He's not sitting there doing anything. Okay. But like, when did he die? Friday, back, Kevin. Back in the day. forget. I know that he is dead. When they ran out of bubble. By the way. Is, is there any possibility they buried him in that white shirt and the kilt? I could see that. He really is Scottish. Okay. Or he has Scottish, an- Scottish ancestry. Is by the way, speaking of wrestling, uh, Forgiveness Friday to everyone who said that the WWE was sold to the Saudi Arabian contingent without doing any fact checking and seeing that every single story came off of the same tweet. Well, what happened was the Saudi Arabian contingent is that the right word? Sure. They uh they got the medicals back. And oh. So they- <laughs> So after they get sold to Comcast and it fails, they'll go back to Saudi Arabia and be like, this is where our yeah, heart was. This is where our heart along. was all along. And they still, they absolutely could be sold to the contingent from Saudi Arabia. I wanted to throw th- this out there, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. I know a political thing is going to come up. This is not political, okay? Uh, is the Texas legislature has opened up for the 2023 session. 
One of the things on the docket. Budget surplus? It, no, oh. I have thought I have lots of thoughts about that that are probably best for off air. Is one of them is about Jerry. Texas sports betting. Yes. And the Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has said he doesn't see any movement on expanding gambling. And I've heard multiple experts about the legislature be like, I don't think it's gonna happen. But whose pockets are lined? I mean, I think the subsidies you get from Oklahoma and Louisiana, as you brought up years ago, are no doubt massive. Is Rick Perry, who when he was the governor here, he was against sports gambling. He's just wrong. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. Now he signed a contract to endorse sports gambling, and he's pitching it here. So the fridge, I (laughs) that is not Rick Perry. uh, That is not the same person. (laughs) Is do you want to give forgiveness to anyone who's stopping? Sports gambling here in Texas. Um, Let it happen. It's time. I just don't want it to corrupt our state, Kevin, for the more morality purposes. Okay. We're more, probably better off without it. I Okay. Have you ever seen the homelessness in uh, in Vegas because of uh, all the Is gambling, that related to gambling? Crippling economy. And there. also, I'm pretty sure like upwards of 30 states now allow some How semblance are those states of sports doing? gambling. Are they Texas? No, no I mean, they're not. No, they're not Texas. I don't know what their budget surplus is. <laughs> I, I, But you could increase your budget surplus. I just think it's the time. Like, I get there was a time when you were like, oh, heavens, gambling will get corrupted by the mafia. Like, I get that there was a time when you, we all clutched our pearls about this and everything like that. But I think that time has come and gone. And you can accept that it's time to make money off of this with sports gambling. Corey, I thought you were against gambling. <laughs> right. Isn't that what I just said? I didn't want it here. I, I think he means for betting with basketball. Right, I'm done. Is. I'm done. It's I'm, taking, I'm taking a break this week. I can't do it. I can't I'll put myself what, in position for this. You're a responsible gambler. You weren't a few years ago and you got lucky. <laughs> but um, I was so nervous for that game. Joey, do you know that story? I do not. It uh, got to the NFC Championship. No, right? no, no. It was like the divisional round. I owed three hundred and twenty, three hundred and something dollars to Mike, and I would have owed him six over. He did double or nothing. And then in my mind, I was like, if he loses this, is he going to double or nothing again and end up potentially in the thousands? It was the most nervous <laughs> I've ever been for a game that did not impact me whatsoever. It wasn't the Cowboys or anything like the that. The Packers covered pretty significantly, but in that Corey game. was right. Yeah, and he got it down to zero and didn't owe any money. Now. That being said, I do think, like right now, being serious here, Corey's being responsible right now. He's like, screw it. I don't want to be down more than what I'm already down, so I quit. I do think in this way, I'm not, I do think gambling should be legal here, just like it is in what you said, 30 states. Yes. At the same time, I do think there'll be a lot of people that fall into, unfortunately, an addiction and lose it all, but- it doesn't seem like we care about that with alcohol. It seems like at this point, and I know that there's no, to me, at least going to UTA and the class I took, there's no real addiction to weed. Like, you're not going to go through. It's a mental addiction more yes, than it's a more physical addiction. It's more like I addiction. like the way I feel, not like I'm going to, my body's going to shut down because I don't have weed today. No, I, I'm inclined to agree with you about that. I would be, see, and I would be all about like, hey, you have to, we can set this up, but you also have to set aside whatever the amount of money you think it is to build like a center or create programs for people with betting problems. Like, I think that is a simple, simple thing that we could figure out together. We could cooperate together and get that going. Yeah. 
more centers for all the centers who are out there gambling. Opie World asked, would you rather have, I'm just changing what he said here, but would you rather have weed be legal or gambling be legal? I mean, personally, just for my lifestyle, gambling, but I also think weed is another taxable outlet that if you want to legalize it and tax it, I think that is a no-brainer. We have so much surplus. We we don't need money. Yeah, well, you know what? That's a different conversation that oh. I do want to talk about at some point. Don't Probably worry, I'm going to ask Jerry air. Jones. That. I need forgiveness. I do need forgiveness. I started a fight with Adrian this morning. Is it still about that one thing? Your this lover? is about something different. I I left a pan in the sink on Monday, just to see because I've been doing a lot of chores lately. Guess what? This morning the pan was still there. And then when I said nobody in the house helps me out with the with the chores. She realizes that when I say nobody, I mean her. her. And so it started a fight in our house this morning where she did wash the pan. So it did get washed. I didn't know it was washed begrudgingly. But it was also thrown down on the on the oven and said, she, now you can put it up. Did she give you the middle finger? Uh, no, no. But she did leave and go to the gym immediately. So the, there was a The situation. gym is a good outlet for when you're angry. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we will talk with Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones right here on 105 Through the Fan. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan right now. Brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir, and happy playoffs. Well, thank you uh, for wishing me the good morning. And uh, let's talk about happy playoffs if we get us some wins here. And the first one starts with Tampa. Now, and I know we're all excited for the playoffs. I was curious, and I feel like we might have talked about this before, is it's a clean slate for all the teams who made it into the tournament, but how much does the lack of success the last 26 postseasons weigh on you and the fans as well? Because I know you hear that. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, uh, at the end of the day, uh, we want to do well during the season, and we really do it's uh, I, I have a problem dismissing the season as being meaningful and success in the season. Uh, I take a lot of pride in winning uh, a football game and know what goes into it and know that our fans, a lot of people have gone to uh, major interest levels for us to put a regular season game on. So I put a lot of a, a lot of emphasis on regular season. But when we get to the postseason, then there's nothing wrong with putting all your energy and attention to the postseason. And uh, if you want to carry that one step further, direct it right on into Tampa Bay uh, this weekend. And so uh, I get excited about uh, my town against your town. I get excited going into Washington or going into New York. Uh, I can get excited about that, just like I could get excited uh, back when I was in high school and we were playing uh, uh, Little Rock. I went to school at North Little Rock. 
And, boy, that was a big deal to play that game. And I just zeroed my life at the time around getting to play in that game. Well, that's the way I feel about all of these games. So it's not a year-round, well, let's see what we do at the post. On the other hand, we all know the ultimate success is the Super Bowl. We know how hard they are to get. Uh, and the way to get there is by having success in the postseason starts uh, against Tampa. Now, speaking of our town versus their town, y'all will be traveling to their town despite having a significantly better record. What are your general thoughts about having to play a road game despite having a better record than the team you're playing? Well, I I like to uh, think there is a home field advantage. Uh, 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 And I think it probably there is. Uh, just to have that momentum. Uh, Michael Irvin used to say, I can hear them, each individual talking in the stands when I'm running down the field. So uh, I think there's some advantage to that, uh, but there's also a motivation in knowing that those stands have 80,000, 70,000, 65, whatever's in it. Uh, but there's roughly 20 to 30 million people watching these Cowboys play. And so I can easily see how a player can rise above, if you will, the influence of uh, support right there in a stand and rise above it and get their mindset that there's 30 million people watching this game. And uh, I know there's a few of them out there, Cowboy fans. Jerry, I know this game is in a lot of these games where or where contributors have to show up. You have to have those other guys that do show up, but – how big do the stars of this team have to show up on Monday night? Well, I think, the, uh, as it turns out, the stars are uh, address what I'm fixing to say. How big it is is how healthy we are, uh, no matter uh, – uh, and, and everyone is a star. Some are just bigger than others. But somebody that's going to do uh, 30 plays for us, 45 plays for us out there – and take that critical role of whatever the position is, that's a star. And I'm not trying to diminish Dak Prescott or diminish uh, uh, Parsons or anyone like that or Pollard, but still, uh, they're all stars. we all got to have them play their absolute uh, best uh, when they get out there. But, um, again, make no mistake about it, uh, for them to be out there, for them to walk, go down that field in a playoff game, uh, you've got to be reminded that 75,000 young men played college football this year, 75,000. And there will be uh, 400 of them taken in the draft. Uh, two years later, there won't be but about 100, 125 of them playing in the NFL. So out of 75,000, just think of how rare those guys are to get to go down that field in that playoff game against Tampa. Can you give us a picture of – like what Troy Aikman was like the week of playoff games? Did, did he change or ramp things up as the stakes got higher from your memory? Oh, I think uh, uh, that uh, uh, I always remember an intense Troy uh, at all times around the football field, uh, around the team, uh, very intense. Uh, and I can remember a uh, intense but uh, uh, personable if you will, Michael Irvin. And um, uh, they made quite a pair uh, as you look for body language or as you look for temperament uh, getting ready to uh, play an important game. Uh, but again, 
uh, only uh, I only go to a playoff game or only go to a championship game when I think about uh, literally focusing in on it because there was so much more for those seasons to be there, so much more that went into it. I think I'm going to paraphrase Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells, when he retired, said, if every, if I could start every season at playoff time, I'd never retire. If I could start at playoff time. It's just so hard uh, to get around to it when I look down the road at all you have to do is to get ready for that playoff time. And um, I remember when he said that, I said, well, I said, but aren't we glad that hard road to get to playoff time? Aren't we glad we get to uh, be involved in this business? Aren't we glad we get to be involved in sport and be involved in football? And let me tell you something, that feels good in May, too, and that feels good in April. So where am I going here? Uh, To me, it's just an elevation of something that's a privilege to get to be a part of. Jerry, yesterday we decided we're most concerned about Chris Godwin taking over this game on Monday night. Talk about him. Well, in what way are you concerned about it? Let me get get further. Okay, uh, because we're worried about your cornerback situation opposite of Diggs. Well, I think that uh, 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 the pluses that we have is we've played a lot of uh, players this year. And uh, you can call them young players, but we've played players that have gotten some valuable experience. And uh, we've just got to get them in the right spot. And that's that, to me, is our challenge. Uh, we've got to get him out there and uh, him and others uh, at the right time when you've got Brady at quarterback. And uh, we've got to have the right plan to uh, put him up there. But I know what Chris Godwin is, and, and the coaches know what he is as far as his capabilities are concerned. And uh, uh, if he's in the right spot, Chris Conwin can be a real uh, uh, difference maker. He can create a turnover. So when it comes to you just mentioned Tom Brady, 45 years old, hasn't had the best season, has had to pass the ball most in NFL history in a season. What are your thoughts going against Tom Brady in the playoffs? Well, I just think that it's not too big for him, and I'm, I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. But that's important. Uh, the situation uh, – uh, with all that's at stake, and he's uh, in a series, and uh, uh, he's in a, the middle of a possession. And uh, basically, it's just not too big for him. And, uh, man, that's, that's – I don't care whether it's football or business or what. You get somebody that uh, – it just they don't shake in their boots when they get down to a uh, live-or-die situation. That guy's formidable competition in anything. And so confidence is what I think of him. I see a lot of confidence. Jerry, I mean, it's interesting that you're talking about that. And you brought up Bill Parcells moments ago, because one of the things when I started working at the Cowboys website, I remember Parcells was saying, look, I don't want my guys to be the best at their position on that day. Do you think Dak has to be better than Tom Brady on Monday for the Cowboys to win? Well, they don't play against each other. They do play against each other as a team. But uh, uh, the guys that are playing against Tom are the pass rush, and the guys that are playing against Tom are the uh, 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 their, their battle to uh, have the pass rush be effective against him, or the coverage out there. Now they're against Tom, and uh, uh, that is a uh, 
that's something that uh, I'm sure they dream about. I mean, uh, just to have on their mind constantly at this time. And uh, uh, that's uh, everybody's job to uh, uh, think like that. If they'll do that, uh, then uh, over on the other side of the ball, uh, Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith and those guys need to be thinking about who they're in front of. You've heard me say a lot of times now, this thing doesn't go too far past the guy in front of you. And you can talk about all the crowd. You can talk about all the uh, television numbers. You can talk about uh, all the influence out here. What you better be talking about is what you're doing today, Friday, to put in yourself so that it will come out. If you don't put it in there, it will not come out Monday. But if it's in there today, Friday and Saturday, then it will come out on Monday. And so work today uh, uh, so that it will come out on Monday. And one part of what might come out Monday is what we did uh, if we don't look out against Washington, or what might come out Monday is what we didn't do against Washington, and it's helping motivate us uh, on Monday what we did Sunday before. Now, when you brought up Tyler Smith and Tyron Smith and the offensive line in general, I'm kind of curious your thoughts. The running game has struggled the last four games, which coincides with the absence of Terrence Steele. How much has that injury hurt the running game, you feel? Well, I think Terrence was, is having an uh, outstanding uh, career above expectation, and which says a lot because that's a... Uh, it's, it's pretty important. I mean, it's pretty impressive uh, to be a starting right tackle in the NFL. And so, um, uh, first of all, he's playing to a high level. Anytime you got a player like that, you're going to miss him when he's not out there. Now, we were fortunate to have Tyron Smith available to be out there. And uh, Tyron Smith uh, uh, had uh, has had some really, really outstanding uh, plays. Uh, he's uh, uh, ahead of, of, uh, of things regarding his pass protection, and uh, he's uh, uh, really working and getting into our run blocking. And uh, I look for him to uh, uh, continually to improve as, if you will, the proverbial rust or whatever you want to call it, as he gets back into where he was uh, at the start of the season, which I – think that he could be out there Monday night. Do you feel like he has to improve from the Washington game Monday night for this thing to be successful? No, I think that uh, we all as a team, uh, not just him, when you say he has to improve, uh, uh, can, can, we, can we win uh, out there without everybody doing their best? It's, uh, as we get in the playoffs, unlikely. Uh, but I think that uh, if you play plays at the level that he's very capable of playing right now, uh, take some of the things he didn't do as well Monday night, I mean last Sunday out, but put some of the things he did well last Sunday and get more of those in, and yeah, that'll win it. Jerry, Tony Pollard said, I think it was in The Athletic, uh, he said, when you make a plays in the playoff, they stick with you forever. They stick with everybody forever. And I think Kevin around here, Rangers World Series loss, yeah. Dez caught it, the Romo snap. Yeah. There are a lot of things. There are also some good things. Dirk winning the title and everything. There are some good moments. But, Jerry, for you, when you think of your history of the Cowboys, what's the, what is that playoff moment that's burned in your memory the most? 
Well, I think that I would describe it uh, like this. Uh, you can have a, uh, a really impressive two-yard run, as we all know, uh, if you're a running back. And it can be very impressive. Something happens to that two-yard run when it gets in a championship game or it gets down where if you don't win, you go home and you're through for the year. That two-yard run, every one of them is accentuated, just not exaggerated, but they become more. Uh, uh, Zeke jumps up in there and he powers through there, and then he's got his, still up, got his feet still under him, but his head looks like he's down, and then doggone he spins. Uh, that two-yard run doing that compared to doing that opening day just gets bigger. And it feels bigger, and it's more, it is bigger uh, because everything is on the line at that point for that game, and so that play has been uh, really exaggerated. Not exaggerated, but uh, uh, just sticks in your mind more. I can remember my college days. And I remember specific plays, and they were not necessarily a 98-yard run. They might have been a two-and-a-half-yard run, or they might have been a key staying with the block one step longer. And those stick out as much or more than the 90-yard run in a a other situation. Talk with Jerry Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. We were talking about this just a little bit ago is – the 2023 Texas legislative session said they were going to talk about sports gambling in Texas. I personally support it, but nobody cares what I think. What are your thoughts about the legalization potential of sports gambling in the state of Texas? Well, I think it's a, uh, a really uh, thing that needs to be addressed at this time. And uh, one of the reasons why I think it does is because it's happening at this time. Uh, there's a, a huge amount of gaming going on in and around sports at this time. And so uh, to have all of the benefits or all of the control over it, it needs to be uh, uh, basically recognized and uh, parameters put on it and uh, discipline put in it. And uh, uh, then also the benefits that go or can go uh, in Texas uh, could adhere to the right kind of people, lower some property tax, uh, certainly uh, help educate uh, uh, our great state's uh, children. Uh, all of those things can be enhanced uh, by something that is presently going on uh, in a big, big way. And uh, we should be getting the benefit of it as citizens of Texas. Other states are. Other states surrounding us are. Uh, so it's a, a, a time, I think, for us to uh, uh, set the uh, rules up and uh, execute on it and uh, get the benefits of it. When, when you took the Cowboys over, the NFL looked very different in a lot of different ways, actually. Uh, but right now, scheduling looks pretty different. Kevin brought up that you're playing on the road, you know, even though you had sure. a better record. but. You're playing on Monday night during the playoffs, and that just seems – I mean, I couldn't have even thought of that whenever I was a kid, that Monday night would get a playoff, that kind of stage. Did you have – did you visualize anything like that when you bought into this league back then? Uh, specifically, uh, uh, I specifically not 
But generally, I saw all kinds of ways, uh, imaginative ways, that football could uh, uh, do, have a wider uh, visibility. Uh, 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 Later, I've said this, I think, but uh, we're at the time of the year when we apex our interest, and it's the fourth quarter of the year and the first of the first part of the first quarter, and, and, and that's really the ideal time to get uh, the decision makers in the country in front of the screens. That's time to get their attention. That's better than other times of the year. It's a, uh, it's a more uh, prosperous time of the year because people do a lot more financial decisions. It's Christmas time. It's that time. Uh, number two, the game allows you to have unintrusive stops that you can give a little message about a service or a product. Uh, But more importantly, what I didn't see was how it could become a part of culture and uh, become a part of uh, society. Uh, Whoever thought that uh, football could play the the role that it plays with its visibility, Uh, and it does that because, uh, frankly, tongue-in-cheek, but not tongue-in-cheek, year-round football is a soap opera all the time and um, it has its uh, uh, it, it, it has some of the faults of, of having that kind of visibility but it has all the pluses in other words people are talking about this game directly or indirectly year round and that's uh, a huge thing uh, I probably did not see the extent that it's the case today Now, you talked a lot about how healthy or how much healthier this team is getting going into Monday night's playoff game. I think we're all excited about that. I I was curious, is there any internal reasons or any team reasons that will prevent Sam Williams from playing Monday after an arrest warrant was issued for his reckless driving? Is is that something that would impact his game status on Monday from y'all's end? Not as I I sit here today, and I don't uh, put that... uh, 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 question in it that I know anything. As I see it today, nothing at all will do that. And uh, uh, as far as his availability is concerned, and again, I want to emphasize our availability and the time that our young players—he's a case in point—have gotten to spend on the field this year. Uh, that'll all really be a big asset for us when we line up Monday night. And. Uh, we're in as good a shape as we were last year relative to availability and relative to playing uh, young players or players that needed more playtime. Uh, we're probably better off than we were this time last year. So when I look at the pluses, uh, the condition of this team, the physical condition, uh, the experience that the young players have on this team, uh, all of that, uh, we are really in great shape going into the playoffs. And Jerry, last question before we let you go. The you talked about it a little bit with Sean and RJ on Tuesday, and Bobby, the the physicality of the playoffs and being able to do things that you want to do physically on the field. Is it important for the Cowboys to go in kind of with a bully mindset on Monday night against Tampa Bay? Well, you, uh, uh, it's been known forever uh, that the. Uh, if two players have to hit, the one going the fastest wins. So that's that's called uh, cranking it up. That's intensity. 
and uh, you just uh, this game was designed to have the team that is uh, trying the hardest have an edge or trying to build the most uh, uh, be the smartest uh, relative to angles relative to uh, uh, just on your game and so you get two teams and believe you me, Tampa's going to be thinking that way, too. Mm-hmm. You get t- two teams doing that, and it's more physical. It's just more physical. And playoffs are more physical. Well, we appreciate the time, as always, and best of luck going into Monday night. Obviously, a lot of anxious Cowboys fans are ready to go. Enjoyed our visit, guys, very much. There you go, Jerry Break Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're the KNC Masterpiece. Coming up next, if you have any specific reactions, we can dive back into that from the interview. Plus, my question, which playoff QB is under the most pressure this postseason? All of that next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.